pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Pitch Please, the show where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week... This is totally not cool. You're not allowed to do this. These macros are not allowed, but... I use them in every game I play. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Pitch Please. I'm Alex and I'm joined by developer Chris from Foggybox. Hello. As usual, developer James from Catastrophic Overload. Hello. Idea Engine, Tom. Engine, okay, hi. And our special guest, co-host of the Yogscast and one third of the Triforce podcast, Lewis Brindley. Thank you. Thank you. The best third, I would say. The best best third, I think. You're the you're the only person to have said that, right? The other the other two said the like the worst. The worst, third, right? third. yeah. They said worst. <laughs> I'm the glue. We've collected them all. They're all in here now. If if Pyrian's like the top piece of bread and Sips is the bottom piece of bread, I um, am the ham? delicious jam and mustard filling. That is yeah, in the middle. Monster. Classic combo. <laughs> yummy. The moist maker. <laughs> the moist maker. Ooh. All right. So if you've not listened to us before, the whole idea for this is we'll start with a pitch for a game. And then we just spend the rest of the and show trying to trying to make it work. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. We're just gonna figure out like we just get to a point, we'll talk about all the ga- the game until we're all we're all relatively happy with it. Like it's all, it's in a place. We're sick of it. We're either like all relatively happy and we would play it or we're so sick of it that we just give up on it. But hopefully, yeah. hopefully <laughs> trash the, it. the first one, right? Um, so so, <laughs> yeah. so Tom, what, what's going on? Cause, cause you're usually the ideas guy, right? You tell me. Have you milked Tom's, <laughs> have you milked him dry of ideas, Alex? Um, yeah. It's empty in there. Um, he's been <laughs> oh my God. So do you have something for us, Lewis? Have you got something that you want to share? Sure. Um, should I just, okay. So you know how, you know, an ARPG. Okay. Uh, I'm aware of what, them. Yeah. What is an AR, what's the difference between an ARPG and an RPG? What is that? What's it's the a a? big difference. Huge okay. difference, Alex. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. ARPGs are like action RPGs, right? And okay. obviously Diablo would be the uh-huh. classic one. Or I nowadays, see. Path of Exile mm-hmm. is the one that most people know and have played. Sure. Um, I, I both love and hate Path of Exile. And I think that's the thing with every with you you must feel the same about a game that you play a lot and love you know that you also hate it dota team um world of warcraft yeah the, sometimes <laughs> the game that you love the most you also hate the most world of warcraft is a great example Tom. yeah there you go um, <laughs> what I have a terrible real... wonderful awful game yes well exactly and sometimes i think maybe 
the problem is that it's actually the A part that I don't like, right? The action part. Right? So you want to make an RPG. I like where this well, is going. Well, no. I want to replace the <laughs> okay. A with a different A. Uh, like adventure. Aut- automated. Oh. oh. <laughs> automated RPG. Auto- okay. All right. I want like to have like an Factorio. auto... Not an auto RPG. <laughs> not like an idle game. But I uh-huh. think that is a danger. Um, a, ver- a big danger. Because I play a lot okay. of games. I've played a lot of games. I've played a lot of idle games. played a lot of RPGs. What, what I don't like about Path of X on Diablo is the gameplay. Um, which I suppose is quite a big part, <laughs> quite a big of, part of a game. Yeah. Now I think about it. Yeah. The way it plays the action part, I guess. And I guess the physical, the physical part of me actually physically playing it is, is hard, right? Because <laughs> I used to get like, when I played Diablo, I got, I got like headaches from all the flashing lights. Right. You know? Okay. I got like RSI from all like the physical stress of spamming the keys. It's just too darn loud. It's a workout. Um, I just, I just, I found it just so unpleasant physically uh-huh. to play. Okay. But also mentally, the, the mental strain, the physical me- effect on my brain, the boredom, right, of grinding <laughs> so, through these levels. So what, so, did, what did you like about yeah, what it? What did you like? <laughs> What's good? So what I liked was um, assembling, like, the combos, getting loot that work together, putting together a feeling powerful as well that's the other thing like you do as you as you put items and sets and skill points together and talent trees and things like this as, as we as you build it all together you find these cool combos that you feel are broken right yeah yeah and it used to be like diablo 2 was a classic example of this where you started off very weak but before long you've got so many attack speed buffs on you that you're just swinging like a Wiping out hordes of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And after a while, like you'll notice in tower defense, after you've got, when you've got like two or three towers, you can see everything that's going on, it's fine. But yeah. after about five minutes in a tower defense, it's just visual nonsense. Uh-huh. And you have no way to track what's going on. So is it the, is it just like the, the systems that are in place in ARPGs, like Path of Exile, especially when you're talking about the talent trees and stuff? Like I've seen, I'm sure most people who know what Path of Exile is, at least, have listening, have seen like the screenshots of the like the absurdly complex and large yeah, it's talent massive. trees and things. Yeah, yes. that's ridiculous. Do you Google want to strip it. that stuff out, or do you do you just I want, want to more. change it? Okay, oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, right. the, the thing is, like the, the deeper problem of not getting visual feedback of your choices in the RPG. RPG is about upgrading your weapons, about changing your gear, about uh, changing your character so he plays and performs differently, right? And mm-hmm. getting stronger over time. Often in Diablo, quite quickly, you're killing the entire screen of monsters instantly. So you don't know whether you're the, the new hammer that you've got or the new skill you've got is making any difference. Right, okay. And so in Path of Exile, the way you end up doing it is you have to go into the stat sheet, which tells you these numbers. But or deeper than that, you have to install path of building i i didn't know there were mods for path of exile so there's it's in fact it's a whole program and some would consider it a standalone game um, oh, path of okay. building. God. oh god <laughs> right where you go in and you put your choices and your talents in you fiddle with them and it calculates it sims out your 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 skills right and your abilities okay. and so that happens in world of warcraft 2 now um at high-end world of warcraft you sim your character 
before wasting your time grinding to get the stuff, right? Right, okay. Because what's the point in... Because it's so boring and grindy. It takes you like hundreds of hours to level a character or get the gear you need. And if you get to that point and you realise that it's, it's less damage than you would have if you'd taken this other route... You have to, you have to. Everything's simming it right now. Holy uh-huh. shit! So it's like the Sherlock thing of when he he goes into his his mind and like it's like Queen's Gambit. Yeah, it's like Beth. <laughs> it's the Queen's, right. King, okay, Queen's Gambit. Right. I see. To calculate all possible chess moves. <laughs> like I, I guess I get that that's part of the game design, right? And and that you need to keep players kind of playing, and that's the that's the filler. That's the gameplay is that filler that is supposed to be an enjoyable experience to keep you entertained while you're in a world of Warcraft raid, you know, you're just stood there with everyone else pressing one, two, three, one, two, three, 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 one, two, three in your little, <laughs> in your little rotation. Well, four. There's sometimes a four. Sometimes, sometimes a, four. a four if you get a proc. But if you get a proc, you have to press five. And if yeah. this thing happens and you have to press six, I don't know. There is, there yep. is yep, yep, yep. gameplay there, but I don't find that gameplay fun anymore. I much prefer the turn-based things where I'm confronted with choices, you know, like in Baldur's Gate, Divinity, XCOM, of course. Back when WoW was exciting, the gameplay, you you could kind of forgive it because there was a much larger social element to it. Like, that was where, like... Oh, no, it, it wasn't about the gameplay at all. God, no. Yeah. Because if it was, it wouldn't have nearly as much of a following. <laughs> but going back to, like, what you were saying about strategy games, Divinity, turn-based uh, RPGs like that... I've been playing Pillars of Eternity 1 recently, which is real-time mm. with pause, and I felt the exact same thing where with a real-time combat and where you slow it down and look at all of the numbers and see how everything goes, you know exactly, okay, this sword that I've equipped this guy with is definitely doing better. Whereas in Pillars of Eternity, when you've just got every character wailing on something, you you can't really look at the detailed information just by watching the combat, and you're just like, I guess this is working? I'm killing them? But I don't know if it's because of the gear or, or why I'm doing it. Does it feel like it. a challenge? Like, it, it just, the information isn't there. Uh, I know Pillars of Eternity 2 has a turn-based mode, and when I get to that, I'm definitely going to play with that because it feels a lot more satisfying to know that you're spending all this time equipping people with all these different things, and it's actually doing something. Um, but yeah, late game, like Diablo and all of those things, you're just doing it because it has a bigger number, it might be having an impact. It might not. I've got no idea. So most of the time. What is it that keeps you playing stuff like Path of Exile one, and Diablo? Once you get to a point where you're like, I'm, I'm just so powerful. There's, there's just an entire screen full of creatures. I'm just holding down left mouse button and then pressing a couple it's buttons and die. And cool and satisfying. Is it? And is it easy, killing time? It's so easy to play as well. Like you could probably play it with just a mouse and that's it. I, podcast. I think people like watching flashing lights on a like a like a <laughs> what's it called a, a jackpot machine a fruit yeah. fruit machine. Okay, like, you know people right. people are dazzled by the flashing lights. It's, like, it's all endorphins. It's like oh my my number is now three it's the higher. One more level. Yeah. It's the you know I need yeah. one more level. Oh I need you know ten more kills and I'm next level. Well that might mean nothing, but it's that small achievement that drives people to keep playing if you look at auto chess or like dota underlords or you look at Mm. um something like something like that um or the hearthstone battlegrounds thing that they they put in those things are not they're automated they play out on their own right but they are always interesting to watch because you've made choices and you want to see how your choices play out right yeah yeah so i like that 
what, what is called, I call it automated, but I guess it's, it's, it is idle. You know, you're not controlling it directly. You set it up yeah. and then you watch it play out. So you make the changes. There is strategy involved as well. Yes, but, but you don't have to do it yourself. Like a, a lot of the time, and I hate to say this, I found myself building macros ever since I started playing WoW. Like ever <laughs> since, like 2008, I was I built a macro that played my character for me because I yeah. couldn't stand it. It was so <laughs> awful. And right. I, would just, I would just do other things with my time. And that would make me a better player though, because there were other elements in WoW than just pressing the buttons. You had to run out of fire, you had to shout at other people, you had to like do extra stuff. There was other things to be aware of. And also, you know, you can watch TV as well while you're doing it. But I, I had better, I had a better use for my time uh-huh. than yeah. just pressing the rotation. I felt like, and I feel I play, this is totally not cool. You're not allowed to do this in part of Exile <laughs> and Diablo and wow, still they're not, these macros are not allowed, but I use them in every game I play. I can't, <laughs> right. I can't help myself because I, I just feel like if you want to be a good player, you have to do this. Like I, I don't, I cannot possibly believe that the number one WoW players and the number one Path of Exile players in the world do not use some form of auto-clicking button. I guess the big problem with me with WoW and Ortho Path of Exile these these the PvP or the or the gameplay elements the skill elements from them yeah come from having having to like press things in a very specific window like having to remember that this ability cools down every thirty seconds this ability cools down every seven and a half seconds and having to sing this song almost it's basically or, dance or, dance revolution in combat yeah well Dark Souls rhythm game. Com- you yeah. know, the same, the same thing. <laughs> Although I would play that. Okay, so it sounds like we have a problem. Like, rather than a specific game, we have we have a problem, which is Lewis, Lewis's <laughs> love of ARPGs <laughs> faded many years He's ago. Ruined by the combat. <laughs> how yeah. how and, can we fix and this? My aging physical form. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah, James, James Chris, what I mean, have you got to add? <laughs> the, the first thing that came to mind was I want to add an extra letter, which is AI RPG. So you want to have a guy, you want right. to have a character that just okay. want, you just want to set them off into the world this and then you're making the decisions for them. You've got all the charts, oh. you've got all the stats, maybe it's you're the like conscience. A manager, but no, it, it's a little th- bit like Dungeon Daddy. Football manager <laughs> for an RPG. But maybe you're like the fairy that sits on the shoulder and goes, hey, you need to do this. So you're like giving them suggestions and stuff. That's okay. where my head went with that intro. Sure. That, uh, okay, and what, what about you, Chris? So mine went in the other direction of, you sound like you want a game that gives you the tools to make macros. Therefore, why don't we let the player do it, but we limit to how many they can have and they have to level up to gain more macro slots. No, but, right? but the thing so, is, I feel like, Lewis, you're, if it, you play this game, this macro maker that limits you, you're going to create a macro that allows you to make more macros. <laughs> no. And you're going to break that game. So, the more you play it, the more macros it. you can unlock. So it encourages you to play it. And hope, well, by the time you start getting into that phase where you want to make the macro, you've already unlocked some slots. So you already satisfy that, like, that urge. As someone who's playing a game you don't like you don't want to get into a position where you're just you're just so not bothered with the game you're so unengaged that you are then required to go <laughs> to what, go and get what, a macro that's what he's saying. He, like lewis wants the automation side of it so if you allow if you give the game the if you let the game sort of have that as part of it but you limit the player then they're picking and choosing which ones are more important to them and then slowly and surely you start phasing out 
certain like bits and they can well, start what kind of things are you thinking of quick you, have you got an example me or lewis you chris anyone <laughs> well i mean like so say say if there's um you know where you have to do a counter attack and you don't want to have to spam counter read thing you can set it up so uh if every five seconds it has the ability to auto counter for you and you you can then spec into that to reduce it down to three so if you're in a combat situation you can press that less I don't know, until it basically becomes auto and you have a, it just then works on a percentage base or something. I don't know. I don't Is that kind of where we're at with Diablo skills already to, though? Like with Path of Exile, do, they, do they, the RPGs already have that kind of thing, but it's just embedded in, you know, like like the leveling, the well, talent tree system. Uh, yeah, but if they had that kind of thing, you wouldn't get people making macros to automate stuff for them, surely. Isn't that? No, but I, well, I, I love this, right, Chris? This is great. You're thinking perfectly because I'm now thinking... <laughs> I would because lo- I've played a few like coding games where you we do little bits of code that are something like oh there's actual stuff a hundred percent mana cast this spell right? right well I actually made some I wrote some ideas there go for it um, so like for example a mage right just a mage a generic mage class and to begin with you can pick between multiple different types of mage and imagine it's like a drafting so you can only pick one. But maybe you pick like a kind of mana fiend kind of mage who messes with messes with his mana bar, right? Sure. So one idea is you could have a big brain guy with a huge mana pool and he does more damage the more mana he has. So you're encouraged to get items with plus mana. You you stack those. You maybe you have uh, a legendary item that gives you, you know, a spell cast twice if you cast it at full mana. Something mm-hmm. like that, right? Some cool yeah. idea. Alternatively, you could have like some very high mana regen. But uh, something that something that that kind of a low mana pool, and so it kind of casts twice as fast. But you constantly, you know, regen your mana up. Okay. Or you could have something where you burn all your mana, and at low mana, you get given a thing which doubles your mana regen. So something like that. So like an idea of like wasting all of your like casting really expensive spells to burn your mana really quick. Tying the macro gameplay idea in with that, you could do it where if you have these macros equipped they burn at a certain rate. So they burn mana and they obviously mana then recharges during when you're out of combat. But if you're in combat and you, the idea is that you want to have certain things automated that you don't want to have to do, you could have it so, okay, this burns, you know, every tick this burns 0.5 mana and I have 100 mana. So that's going to burn for however long. And then as the more you stack, the faster your mana burns down until you then have to start getting involved with those, those moves again. So then you have to start either turning them off to reduce your mana burn during that fight instance or you have to then start actually playing the game how it's meant to be played right so you're suggesting i have to spend real my i have to spend my mana to turn well, it, it more a, efficiently it third, to be lazy it could be a third thing right. Right. logic right I, so we got logic i could actually pay of, a real know, life but... money to just keep that going <laughs> yeah why not we just microtransaction the whole thing sure <laughs> easy yeah i have to put like a pound in my disk drive every like <laughs> half an hour to not have to play the game yeah. that I'm also paying for. His computer is full of money. Straight in the zip drive. That's how it works. Pound it's coins in the heavy. zip drive. Yeah. But yeah, so that was me trying to combine those two ideas of, of allowing macros but limiting them to the way you have to pick and choose the ones that you don't want to have to do and the, the stuff you I still o- enjoy, but also I combining th- it with the... I think James's football manager idea, actually, I'm, I'm already getting excited I'm, I'm, about that. I'm worried because it sounds like Chris 
that it requires Lewis to play the game too much. Right, okay. That, that I'm, right, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think, how yeah. can we make something that requires you to not even need to look at it for like three hours? I want a, I want a spreadsheet with a sparkly UI that's showing me feedback on how monsters blowing up and treasure and stuff and swords this, that I can this equip. This is turning into an so idle game. Fantasy Eve Online. No, no, because there needs, to, there needs to be some kind of tactics involved. Like before, before you click the go button, right? You're basically like creating these characters and then sending them out to to go to to go to a dungeon or whatever, and then you're getting feedback in this. Is is this Loop Hero? What is Loop Hero? Can Loop Hero is it's kind of an idle game where your your character is running around a loop, and on the loop there's loads of monsters you encounter, and the battles themselves are idle, but they play out dependent on the equipment you've given them. So I mean. The equipment only really varies their attack speed, their damage. Certain characters can summon skeletons and things like that, and that will affect how many ske- uh, skeletons you can summon. Um, and the combat themselves, it kind of plays out, and you can see all the stats, and you you know very quickly how well you're doing against particular enemies because your stats aren't right, like you're not doing enough damage or you're not attacking fast enough or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you leave the combat, you get some gear, you upgrade your stuff, and then you kind of build the world and add more monsters to the route to level yourself up before you get to the boss. So half idle game, half equipping your characters with certain things. It's uh, not, though. It, it's it, the Loop Heroes... I hate Loop Hero. When I started playing Loop Hero <laughs> and I saw it, I was like, this is the game I want, and it's right. not. So Loop Hero is 95% placing tiles, which basically inform how hard your idle guys gonna have to fight yeah that's what it is okay yeah. and then all of the loot goes in your inventory automatically and whenever you get a new one you have to manually fucking equip it whereas what it should do is <laughs> automatically equip it because it's not a, it's stupid that you have right. to drag a new sword to your it's like oh you've got a new sword would you like to equip it? Well, drag it there yourself, you fucking lazy asshole. Well, <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Hang on. Hang on. The game is calling you a fucking lazy asshole. Yeah, well, it um, is. It's like, it's like all I'm doing is just, it's like an idle game with clicking. I have to, it, it I have to with, with tedious clicking. If you're going to make an idle game, at least make a fucking idle game. Do you know where I don't have to do all this? If I'm not making any, if the only choice I'm making is dragging the next level five sword over my level four sword, no. what's the point? You're right. I really don't like Loop Hero. <laughs> right. I think it's it's really slow. It, it's really it unsatisfying. Yeah, I definitely fell out of it very quickly. It, 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 it very it, quickly it, got and boring. And the talents in it, you get like, there's only like f- fucking four in the whole game to pick from. And even then they're garbage. It's like you hit for one extra damage every 17th hero. And it's like, what the fuck? How does that change my gameplay at all? Okay, it's in, so weak and ineffectual. It doesn't in, make you feel powerful at all. In defence of Loop Hero, there are more talents that you can I unlock. And also, I've played it for about 25 hours. So maybe I've played it on. I hate Loop the, Hero this much. The reason you, ha- you have to choose between your equipment is because they all have different stats applied to them. Like one item has four different modifiers and maybe no, the next one has like better attack speed. Modifiers. Some of them have <laughs> lifesteal and you're like, oh, I better make sure I don't pick the lifesteal because I've got vampires out there and so I'm not using okay. lifesteal this run. And so you just don't, well, this, has this one got lifesteal? Oh no, okay, I'll leave it. Has this one got lifesteal? Oh, okay, no, I'll leave it. Has this one got lifesteal? Oh, it's one level higher than the one I'm using. Let's equip okay. it. It's tedious. Yeah. You could automate that. You could mm-hmm. say, Automatically equip better swords if they don't have life steal. You know, right? Okay, just, right, like, okay. You, you could. I think I get it. So you, but I'm mad. You want to set the parameters. You want to set the parameters of of 
the minutiae of each of these things to a point where you say, okay, if this is, uh, if if I find a sword that has X, ignore it. But if it has a higher damage per second, equip it. Okay. <gasps> well, listen, listen to me. This is exactly what they have in Path of Exile. <laughs> right, so the okay. second thing, as well as Path, Path of, of Exile, building, is great now. <laughs> the other thing about Path of Exile that you have to install is a thing called Filter Blade, which is a loot filter. Now, the great thing about Diablo and Path of Exile. And World of Warcraft is that there's shitloads of loot, right? Okay. The other yeah. thing about it is, is that it's all fucking worthless. None yeah. of it is useful, and you spend yeah. a long time sifting through all the shit, and that's actually okay. I don't mind that. I think that's a fun thing to, to do. Some like, shit, right? If if you kill a boss, you want him to drop a million fucking swords and axes yeah, yeah, and yeah. random garbage. You want to pick it all up vacuum it all up and you want to go and fucking sell it all and that's a very satisfying very fun thing to do but the fact is 99% of the time all of that loot is totally shit and garbage and and yeah. as a result it's and also in part of Exo your inventory is so small you can't carry it away anyway so you just leave it all on the floor because you've got this thing called filter blade installed, which goes ping and puts a little marker on the minimap to make sure you didn't miss the thing you got from a mob that you killed from three screens away. <laughs> that feels like it's really trying to solve like design problems that shouldn't that sh- that should be already solved by now in in current games. Like because th- these, these problems have the existed problems for twenty five years. Game, you yeah. Know, I- I, I, there's another game called Chrono Chrono Chronicon Chronicon Chronicon. It's a 2D ARPG, uh, very well rated. Came out last year. I played I played it a lot. It's kind of like a a, a, Diab- a pixely Diablo. Okay. Uh, it's got it's got lots of different talent trees, lots of different classes, lots of different abilities. Um, really fun to like mess around with. I had a lot of fun like going through it and being like, oh. Which one of these should I... Oh, I'll pick the necromancer and the demonologist and I'll summon a load of zombies that are also on fire. Oh, and it's 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 fun like to combine those mechanics, right? But the but you do all that, you go into the world and you have to walk around a 2D landscape and fucking fire your bow and watch things die off screen and then, then suddenly, bam, you're dead because that's the only way to make it hard in these ARPGs. Like there's no... It's just you, you die. There's no slow grind there's no choice there's no oh quickly can i use this resource can i use this potion can i react can i make a choice yeah it's all like so punishing Um, i can't help but feel like all i can think of is how is a player going to interact with this game right now that's what's in my head they don't don't. i think they have (laughs) to do something that's the whole point but they're no 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 they have to do something to down the correct route in terms of uh Hey, by the way, this item's the best one. What? Don't pick up any of the others. You know, hey, oh, if I'm looking at my inventory screen, it, it will highlight everything that I should probably get rid of. Like the it, it, all those monotonous decisions that you have to make. Like you know, in Skyrim, when I've got like 700 wheels of cheese, it's like, why get rid of these cheeses, please? And you know, auto auto eat cheese, auto, auto dump. If cheese is in inventory, eat yeah, cheese. There you go. There you go. It's the game of ifs, isn't it? It's the game. Of, and what you want, you want the player to have basically a timeline, like a like a set length of, I don't know, x amount of time. And go right. You can place blocks that lets you go. Uh, if mana hundred, you can then do this. If space in inventory, pick up. If sword is shit, 
drop it down, pick up good sword. But you've only got so much space, right? There needs to be something to limit the player. Otherwise, it's just like, I'll just chuck everything in and then I'll watch my player spam around the place like a lunatic and do the whole game in like a second, right? There needs to be some limitation. Right, yes. There needs to be some some kind of gameplay. I like that programming element of it. It is just a programming game, right? But that that's kind of cool. I, I don't know. That I find that quite exciting. Quite oh, exciting no, I, I agree. I, I, I so you want like it, you want Baldur's Gate with logic gates is essentially what you want. Uh, logic, logic, logic gate. Logic gate. Logic uh, gate. That's the name of the. That's the name of the episode. Lewis Brindley's logic gate. It's a, it's but a how, how is this visualized? Is it? I feel like this isn't a game. I feel like it's more of a piece of software that just. It knows what game you're playing and goes, yeah, by the way, this is the best sword, dump the rest. That's this is- not the first time you've said that on this podcast. No, but that's, you know, the- that's the limitation, isn't it? Maybe maybe to, to say, pick up the best sword and drop the worst one takes up like a third of your timeline. So you've got, do I really want that in there? I could just... So I've got another thing. I forgot there's a third thing about Path of Exile that everyone uses. So of course right, they okay. use... Does anyone they use, use Path, Path of, of Building. They use <laughs> they use uh, filter blade in the game to get the loot, but everyone uh-huh. also uses this thing called um, I think it's it's poe trade, right? Which right. is a website where you can search and put filters in for specific loots that you want, right? That other people are selling. So in game, you can go into your bank if you have a premium stash tab, and you can publicly set any of your items that are in your inventory for trade, and you can set a price. And there's a website where it aggregates them all, and you can search for boots that are made that are plate that are higher than this level that have this much health on them that have this much mm-hmm. resistance on them. You can search by stat, by special things, by unique modifiers, by rare things, by whatever, right? And then you just leave it in the background and it waits. Okay, so I had when I was playing Path of Exile, I had about ten windows open on my other monitor. And they would ping, an audio ping, when someone listed that item that I wanted at the price that I wanted. And I would click a button. It would send them a message in-game immediately. Oh, my God. They would would invite me to their party immediately. I'd go to their stash. We'd trade it. And then I'd be back in the game in in seconds. Right, this this happened. Right, but you but you had to manually click the message button. Sometimes I I was waiting for hours (laughs) for the right item to appear. Okay. 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 Now... I want that experience just in a game. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the game, not on a third-party website. Because I quite enjoyed the idea that these things would come across rarely or I'd have to to put in my specific requirements, you know. Okay. So that of all the trash that I'm looting, imagine it's like a recycling game, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine you are running a recycling centre uh, this could be another game idea. I'm just pitching you a second note. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. the same idea. Imagine you're running a recycling center and loads this of trash is, is just dumped in the trash every day. Mm-hmm. I might say to someone, hey, if a old cell phone comes through the trash anytime, let me know. I'll put it in the cell phone bin and I'll get the gold out of it and eventually... You know, I can re- upgrade my phone because I'm still using a Nokia. <laughs> I would, I would play the shit out of that game. <laughs> that sounds like a game. awesome. Well, the other, well, the, the, in a way, like that's kind of how I used to play WoW with the auction house, and also how I sometimes do stuff on eBay. So, for example, me and Ben play these old RP, old old games, and I have a few s- searches on eBay that ping me when mm-hmm. something when someone lists something like yeah. Ben's looking for this old Warhammer game that's out of print. No one sells it, but if someone does put it on there. 
I'll 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 get a ping and I'll be like, oh shit, okay, I'll bid on that, right? So yeah. I want I like I see that experience and I like that and I think that there's a way to build that into part in into that ARPG. I basically I just want Path of Exile and all of this all the third party shit. <laughs> but none of the combat. It's the right. queuing up of stuff, isn't it? You're you're setting the you're setting stuff ready to go. That's quite nice. And then you get the feedback of if you make the right choice. So yeah. can we make that also for the actual gameplay? You're saying, I'm sending in my player into the world. I'm mm-hmm. gonna make them queue up. This is how they behave. If yeah. If he sees a goblin, the- fight him. If he sees a ghost. Yeah. Run, run, run away. Run. Run. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> so it's kind of like how in um, Fallout Shelter, you send your residents out on quests and you get a log and there were certain things that you just, it says like, oh, they've encountered this. Do you want to do this or this? And you're like, yeah. But obviously at a very base level, you get a log of everything that's happened. It's like, they killed this rad roach. They picked up this. They did this. They did that. And then at any point you can recall them and they obviously it takes time for them to come back. But is it, at a base level, is that kind of what you want? None of the this? time, n- none of the delay, none of, yeah. that, none of that padding, yeah, yeah. none of the fluff and filler, which is in so many of these games to just make people come back the next day mm-hmm. or any of that crap. But it, it is like that. Yeah, I think like in Path of Exile and in World of Warcraft, you can just go out and farm an area and come back and stop at any time. Um, or you can, I mean, maybe there's some sort of thing where, you know, after a little bit like a tower defense, you can call waves quicker or have more monsters come in if you think you can handle it. And that's, that's you know, once you've killed everything on the screen, maybe it gives you an opportunity to call more stuff or to stop, you know, and like go home. And maybe you get bonuses for staying out longer. I mean, it does kind of go back to the football manager thing of, I, I am imagining having six games running at the same time on the same screen and you're just watching all of these things happen uh, and there's a mage in the top right, there's a fighter in the top left and you're just watching this, this screen <laughs> of things that you're managing uh, and they're doing things automatically. It's like it's Ima- Imagine if you could six like different sp- adventures. spec out Ronaldo to have like an extra leg and your <laughs> yeah. goalkeeper yeah, yeah. to have an extra arm. Jeremy, I'm just saying like... Putting that out there, that maybe if, that's a way to make football manager more fun. If it all comes close to face, put hand up. You know, is it that level? It <laughs> <laughs> needs to be, a, needs to be an, an if goalkeeper like statement. Otherwise, so if goalkeeper, that's very much against the rules. Okay, stay so, in goal area. Yeah. What if, as a way to to maybe bring this stuff together, what if? You had if Logic's Gate was an actual <laughs> oh, an actual town, right? It's an actual yeah. city, mm-hmm. and it it is uh, populated by lots of different heroes, adventurers who come, and lots of different tavern keep like there's ta- tavern keep like shopkeepers or whatever. And for every single unit in that town, you have to create your own Logic statements. So if if it's like a shopkeeper, okay. for example, then you're saying if someone comes into my shop. Uh, spit on him. Spit no, on no him. not that. Don't spit on him. <laughs> if, it's, if it's an elf, <laughs> spit, spit on, on him them no. and kick them out. <laughs> but well, yeah, but right. like you know, don't trade below this amount, or only accept these kinds of items, or whatever. And then you have for certain adventures, you can say, okay, so don't like if you're under this max HP, don't venture out further than this. If you encounter this kind of enemy fight it if you don't or whatever and then like and, and as you as these adventurers trick them out throughout the throughout the world 
they will discover new creatures and new dungeons and new enemies. Every time they do that, you are presented with, oh, fuck, they've just, they've just found a cave troll. It definitely I don't says, know oh, fuck. How to react to that's, this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the notification. It says, oh, fuck. And you click it. Like, oh, cave troll. And, 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 and kind of like by building in these little logic gates for these statements, for each individual character that you have, you're kind of creating your own bespoke classes by being able to give them certain mm. skills and certain things and certain well, logic. You're giving them a personality as well because you're saying like they don't like cave trolls, perhaps. So you've like made that choice at some point. And yeah. then later on in the game, you come across them again and you've already made that choice. You go, shit, if I had said I like cave trolls, they would have given me a whole chest of gold. Fuck. Like, how, yeah, how and- locked in do you want to be or do you want to be free to change it at any point? After a certain point, it, does it become so complex that you almost zoom out? You're viewing this, this logic timeline yeah. playing out across your entire kingdom or whatever. And it's just like neurons firing. There's like the adventurer out here who's doing this thing with the cave troll. There's the shopkeeper here who's uh, pit, spitting on an elf and throwing them out of his shop. It becomes uh, insanely like I'm thinking like, you know, like end game Civ when you're in like the, when you're into like four hours of a Civ game and then right at the end, no one's talking anymore because you're just constantly focused on trying to trying to get things done. No characters do anything unless you tell them to. Like unless you program right. something in, and maybe it's right. really basic, but like maybe it's not super. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to teach every single every single character to walk. It, there's just an explore. There's a level no, of do. autonomy, but at, <laughs> you uh, at a base level, you, you have made a decision yeah. because of that. Now, now, do we make this uh, multiplayer online and everybody can <laughs> I mean, have their own set of insane. characters, and then they all start <laughs> interacting with each other? Oh, Jesus Christ! I can't imagine how that would work. Oh my God! I mean, this is <laughs> this two. First of all, I'm concerned about the the idea of automating stuff, right? Because you 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 before you know, it's like it's like the idea of telling a robot that oh, okay, I will automate this automate this robot and say mm-hmm. make ice cream, right? But if you're not yeah. clear enough before you leave him alone, you know, maybe overnight he's gone and built new robots that make ice cream. He's built like he's turned the whole world into ice cream before you really even realised, and then you <laughs> fucked everything. Alex, you've I mean, been turned into ice cream. This is the problem of the robot. The sitch, you know, fucking ice cream. But I, I do like that you automate a little adventurers guild to send quests out. I think yeah. this is a different game we're thinking of now. It's but, a very different yeah. game. This is a city builder, a macro kingdom is what we're yes, making here. It's macro kingdoms. Uh, Alex, there you go. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to be able to sleep that. tonight. I'm going to be okay. so excited <laughs> playing in my head macro kingdoms. Yeah. So every, every single every single part of this game you are you're responsible for, basically. You're creating all this different logic and nothing happens without it. I think this is a great idea. If City reaches X population, build school. Oh, I think we're like, if yeah. City <laughs> reaches. Like, oh. I was like, oh, God. Do you know what I mean? If City, if city expands certain size, build harbour, you know, like, oh, you could, you could automate, you could automate it. You could, or, or at least you could plan it and then yeah. let it go. And then be like, oh, okay, I need to tweak these numbers because this is looking really weird. I'm kind of digging this idea a lot. I, like the city builder idea, I'm digging a lot more. The whole like, yeah. you, you're the city planner and you've made choices at the beginning and then you let it play out and then you go, oh yeah, I forgot that uh, people shit. So we didn't build a sewer in time and now it's all overflowed. If, if poo, flush. <laughs> <laughs> if poo, flush. If yellow, let but, it mellow. Oh shit, we forgot to wipe. <laughs> 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 okay, so yeah, 
if Logic, Logic's Gate is just a small little village that starts off, expands into a town and then a city, and you're responsible for the expansion of that, all the different uh, all the different things that are going on and all the adventurers that thrive there and go out and explore to come back with loot to then give you more resources to build more stuff, right? Yeah, to build more logic so people use more logic <laughs> so you need more logic. Uh, that's, so is, yeah. is the, the treasure that they find in a chest, is it <laughs> logic? Logic should definitely be a yeah. resource. I feel no, like Chris I, I, said it. I think the gold is is just is just it goes back into the economy, and if if your shop isn't set up in a particular way where people can't spend their money, then your logic is fucked, and you have to tweak it. And then maybe they sell all the wrong stuff because you haven't given the right logic for them to bring in the right inventory. And it, it's kind of like it's kind of like Factorio when you look at an old part of your base and you realize it's fucked, <laughs> and and that's why the rest of your base is not working anymore. Uh, and it's, then you start tweaking that, and then you start tweaking the next bit and the next bit. It kind of reminds me, in a very vague way, of Factorio. <laughs> well, I must admit, uh, I have just gone over a thousand hours in Factorio, so yeah, I've I've played that a lot. I'm a big, I'm a big <laughs> fan of that. Yeah. I do yeah, like to <laughs> I do like to automate things. There's that classic XKCD of you know find a problem, you know, thinking about like automating it and then like time spent building the system for automating it takes way more time <laughs> yeah. than the original yeah. problem would if you were doing it every day. I like that though. I like the useless robots and the <laughs> the things that do st- stupid stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I do. I'm, I am a fan of like building these, these things. I, I, I see how it would be awkward to do, um, but I, um. I just want to be able to play I want to be able to play these games, but I just can't play them in the in the current way. It, all it feels like is that I I can see where I want to be, like in Path of Exile. It's like I know what it will be like in an hour's time, but I have to do an hour of tedious grinding to get there, and that is like just I just think I it could be it could be bypassed. I could get that joyful experience without the me tap me watching a TV on my other monitor while I sit through screens and screens of flashing lights. <laughs> okay, so in addition to this being an appeal to the Path of Exile developers <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to cry for help is well, what it is. is. You're right. forum post of <laughs> fixes we'd like to see in Path of Exile <laughs> 2. It's just any asshole forum post. <laughs> so oh, the, idea of, the idea of... Isn't your game the, more like the game I want it to be? <laughs> <laughs> if Logic's um, Gate was a, a town, a macro manager... Tom, do you do you understand a brief rundown of this? Fuck Are you able no. to? <laughs> if it okay, get to right. work, Tom. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, if it's a town, right? A town it's, where you're running a, yeah, every I, individual character in there. Every right? single NPC has a series of logic that you have to a, a, attach to them. Maybe it's node based, where you're like, okay, if like shopkeeper, then sell bread less than 20 gold or whatever Mm. uh then people will go into the store they'll buy the bread if they have the money if bread equals less than 20 buy it and that all ties in with each other you got adventurers that you send out if ogre cave enter if ogre (laughs) get the fuck out of there if if (laughs) no ogre (laughs) (laughs) he might have left for a bit you don't know but you have to give them those rules for them to follow like maybe you'll just say if if ogre cave run and they'll never pick up the empty ogre cave full of treasure 
and, and yeah. that's that's because your your logic is, is that's screwed. right so and if he encounters something unknown it's like error it's like he pause break and then you have to like type in the code like oh if oh dwarf a pirate ship discovered then check it out. <laughs> Lewis, what are you thinking about this? Is this macro manager? Is that something interesting to you? This logic game? I, I, would you? I consider being on this podcast a bit of therapy, though, Alex. Because it's a way to like vent out all of my frustrations with games that I love. Um, you know, I've complained a lot about these games today, but I have enjoyed playing them immensely. So maybe this, maybe I'm wrong. Well, um, yeah, you have to. I, I know what you're saying. That is to keep them on site. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the world of game dev. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't Maybe know. I'm wrong. Let's Maybe find I'm out. Wrong. But I mean, we took your rants and we made something uh, totally made, unexpected with it—a city builder somehow. A delicious jam and mustard sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's nothing like my sweet <laughs> Chris, um, James, any any final thoughts with what this is, or whether you would be interested in in playing this this nebulous thing? The whole time I, I <laughs> sat there trying to figure out if we've made the world's first playable non playable character because I wasn't uh-huh. sure if they were technically playable because uh, you, you, you're giving them their logic. You're giving them the logic, right? Yeah. Mm. That, so that, you're yeah. making so that's NPCs. That's where my mind went for a, quite a while. Uh, <laughs> so so with, the NPCs. The, the, the NPCs? Yeah, playable, non-playable characters. The NPCs, uh, yeah. Or the programmable, non-playable characters. So they, they, it works either way. All right. And James, as someone who I, I'm kind of getting the feeling has never played Diablo or Path of Exile. He's I've not played any like game we mentioned. I've played Diablo 3 <laughs> recently, and that's probably oh, the limit okay. of how much I know about these kinds of games. So this is completely alien to me, really. But I'm intrigued. Uh, piqued my interest. Yes, I would like okay. to play a game right. like this. All right, well, I think that's, that's, a, that's a win, right? We've got somewhere with it. We've got somewhere. Tom, if, yeah. I, if other people think they can do a better job or can add to this, I think we've got something. We've, we've just, we've tugged like a little a little bit of... A little bit of gold in the surface, but we've not uncovered the whole thing. We don't have time anymore. Maybe other people can help us. If discover gold, uncover. Tom, how can people talk to us about this? How do they how do they oh, shout they at can, us that our ideas are terrible? Shout us on Pitch Please Pod. Uh, that's our Twitter. It's Pitch Pullers Pod, Pitch Please Without the Vowels, Pod with the Vowel for some reason. Um it's simple. Let us yeah. know let us know what you think of the episode on there or in the reviews or in the YouTube comments. I don't care. Please. I'm not gonna read them. <laughs> also uh you probably don't need to know this because i'm sure most people listening to this already do but uh lewis you're on triforce pretty much every week right listen to that yeah, yeah. every week pretty, pretty reliable in the lockdown it's a podcast where sips a period and tell me the boring dad things they've done this week and <laughs> i go off on a tangent about something i've been thinking about and usually yeah. they don't listen and zone me out. Um, so look forward to that. Wow. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> um, Lewis, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I got it off my chest because sometimes those ideas just rattle around in my head and you guys have done well to like put some pins in the balloon of my idea. We've taken the, the um, balloon and we've, we've twisted it into a dog. And it's it's oh, at least yes, something. You have, you've 
taken my tear. <laughs> We've taken your long balloon. Well, hopefully there are many more, many more idea balloons that we can then twist into unrecognisable forms in the future. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for joining us, Lewis, and thank you everyone for listening. We'll, uh. we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. If podcast equals end, open parentheses, say goodbye, close parentheses. (laughs) 